Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the beautiful things that you've placed on the earth for our enjoyment, Lord. We thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ, God. And we also thank you for those that you're bringing into the kingdom now, Lord. And we thank you for this time together in the word and the opportunity to share the good things that you have shared with us, Lord, to encourage and edify our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, and build them up so that their body is strong in you, Lord. So we just thank you for those things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Somebody name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study of the Word in the book of Acts. And this morning we are moving forward in chapter 26. That being said, could I get a volunteer to read verses 26 through 32, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. For the king before whom I also speak freely knows these things, for I am convinced that none of these things escape his attention, since this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you do believe. (laughs) Then Agrippa said to Paul, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. And Paul said, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me today might become both almost and altogether such as I am, except for these chains. When he had said these things, the king stood up, as well as the governor and Bernice, and those who sat with them. And when they had gone aside, they talked among themselves, saying, This man is doing nothing deserving of death or chains. Then Agrippa said to Festus, This man might have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. Amen. All right, there's a lot in there. So, as is our custom, we're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you might have. So, who'd like to begin? I do. All right, Lila. What the Lord was showing me, um, particularly in verse 29, when Paul was saying that he wished that all would become like him, aside from the chains, I just... That was funny. Um, Paul wasn't retaliating nastily and going, I wish you were all like me, including these chains, if not being put on the little stretcher thing. He wasn't wishing evil on Agrippa or Festus or any of the men that were there. He was praying to the Lord and trusting that God would um, show good to them. And that's what his testimony was. It's similar to what Stephen and Jesus both said as they were, you know, being murdered. Jesus on the cross said, father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. And Stephen said essentially the same thing when they were stoning him. And Paul, while he's not dying in this particular moment, he's saying the same message, the Lord forgive them. And, you know, because they're not understanding what they're doing. And then looking at Paul and Fest, or not Paul, Agrippa and Festus, Agrippa's answer that he almost persuaded him to become a Christian was um, a slightly inaccurate statement. He wanted to become a Christian, but be- as you mentioned that in another devotional, because of the people that were there, Agrippa had to act like he was so holy and pious and wouldn't admit it. And um, 
the face of all who were sitting there, which reminds me of another scripture that Jesus said earlier in the gospels that if you deny me before men, my fa- I will deny you before my father. How that ties to us today, we should not be denying him in our everyday choices or deny- and being afraid of admitting that Jesus is Lord and that we are servants of him and that we love him. Because again, Jesus said, if you deny me before men, I will deny you before my father. Mm -hmm. It isn't, you can say whatever you want on the earth. And then somehow it's all going to be erased like a whiteboard and you'll be welcomed in. And that's partly of don't be afraid of saying such a thing because in Paul himself writes that whoever believes in Christ will not be put to shame. So there's no reason to be afraid of being his servant and admitting that. Well, let's, mm-hmm. let's understand a little more depth, right? He is denying the Lord, as you as you Who stated. Is? Agrippa. Agrippa, okay. Agrippa is denying the Lord because, for the same, or I'll say it this, it this way, for the same reason that Jesus said, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because it says, and if you study that section of scripture out, that there were some who believed the issue was they would not confess that Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. And with the heart one believes, with the tongue one mm-hmm. confesses. With the mouth, right? yes, exactly. Right. Romans 10. Yes. Mm-hmm. So both must be done. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Agrippa believed. And Paul acknowledges it. Like, I know you believe this. Like, I know you you know this. But the issue was he Agrippa would not confess that it was true that it was so and deferred and deflected clearly mm-hmm. where Paul is saying, Hey, I wish everyone was like me. Everyone just believed and was moving in the Lord through the power of Holy spirit, walking in step with the perfect will of the Lord. Or as we say here often, the destiny track that the Lord has for their life. Mm-hmm. We often, I'll say the world often talks about making the world a better place. How do we make the world a better place? Well, that's how. We walk in the perfect will of the Lord. If everyone just did that, it literally would be heaven on earth. Wouldn't, so wouldn't it be? <laughs> amen, right? Like It's coming. Aside from re-entering the heavenly community, it would be the best place. Mm-hmm. So understanding that. Now, to your other point of we can't just say whatever we want here and think it's all going to work out when we're standing before the judgment seat is partially true. And I say partially because, yes, we have to believe and confess, which denotes a relationship, but all that, all the sin, all the iniquity, all whatever that we've done, if we bring it under the blood of Christ, mm-hmm. he remembers it no more. Mm-hmm. Amen. So that's the only way it will, quote unquote, work out, at, uh, phrase it the way you did, just so everyone has an understanding, right? Yes. yes. Everything that we've said or done or whatever has to be brought under the blood of Christ so that he will forget it or he will remember it no more, but he will wash us white as snow without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Mm-hmm. So Amen. we have to understand that, but it only comes with a relationship. Believing in our heart and confessing with our tongue, right? The same, in the same manner, he says that about the demons. They too believe. Amen. Right? Yes. But they're not confessing Jesus is Lord. That's why John says, test every spirit. Because one can only say that Jesus is Lord and Savior. I'm paraphrasing. But one can only say that 
through Holy Spirit. Well, demons don't have Holy Spirit in and living and working mm-hmm. in and through them. Yes, they are in opposition to. They recognized that he was the son of God. They Amen. readily said that. They knew exactly who he is, right? There was no question yes. about that, but he was not their Lord and Savior, and that's the difference. Amen. The personal Lord and Savior, right? I can't confess him as your Lord and Savior. I mean, I could say that, but there's no potency behind that. There's nothing in for me <laughs> in that. But when I declare and confess him as my Lord and Savior, which is exactly what Paul did on the road to Damascus, right? And yes. that was that was his conversion point. Now he was saved and able to move into the life and the fellowship and the relationship that Jesus had. Do you understand that promise? I see you looking at me with those squinty eyes. Does that make sense to you? Yes, mommy. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Anyone else? I would like to go. All right, LaCharles. What the Lord was shown um, and sharing with me is as you were saying, Leo, that Paul was talking and saying that he wished that I were like him. And the Lord had to remind me about that we had to be careful because meaning that people, we, we look on the people who had all the quote unquote power in their lives and that's the people we want to be like. We want to be able to be Elijah to call down some fire on people we don't necessarily like or like Moses and have all these, the ability to call down plagues or be like anybody else that we think is great inside the Bible. But the Lord was showing me, reminding me of was that what Paul was getting at here was so they can be like Christ. Mm-hmm. He writes and I believe it's Corinthians, follow me as I follow Christ. If I'm no longer mm-hmm. following Christ, do not follow me. And that's something that we have to be watchful in our own lives. We're not just supposed to be looking for people to follow us. We're supposed to be leading them to the Lord. And that's what we should be striving to go towards and mm-hmm. to be like, not the people inside the Bible that we see because they were men like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they had a fleshly and carnal meat sack, essentially, <laughs> as you call it, mommy. So we have to be going and striving to be like Christ because that's truly where the power come from comes from they had no power in of themselves they could do nothing Amen. jesus even admits that himself i can do nothing of myself it's through the power of the father working through me that he was able to do everything that he could do and the same is true in our own lives amen so when paul says that follow me as i follow christ and even what he's saying here is not that paul is the example he's saying i wish you would be converted like me at one amen. time i believed and i thought something was right then I found that I was wrong. Now I know the truth and I walk, I believe in, and I walk in that truth, the truth of the light and the love of Jesus Christ. That's what I walk in. So he's saying, I wish you would walk in this truth just like I am, not look at me. I'm so pious and holy. And even when he said that um, to the other believers, I think it was in Galatian, um, he also stressed, Paul is nobody. Who is Paul? Mm-hmm. Who is Apollos? Who are these people? No, he was really saying, follow the example of Christ, just like I'm doing. That's If you look at Paul's life and examine it, he stayed on the Lord's heels. He followed him. He walked with him. Highs and lows, ups and downs, would it appear in the unnatural, but he stuck to the course. He followed and pursued so that the, the, same, um, the same markings that were on Christ would be in him. The same life and fellowship that Christ had with the father would be in him as in his fellowship with Jesus Christ and subsequently the father and the Holy spirit. That's what he was saying. He wasn't saying, look at me. Oh, my robe is so pious and holy. No, he wasn't saying that. 
He wasn't saying, I'm your example, because Paul knew that he was a murderer beforehand. He knew of his own internal struggles, but he was saying, listen, I'm going after Jesus Christ. I suggest you do the same. You go after him because that's where you're going to prevail. That's where you're going to succeed. And then you will truly find life. So even that, I know people want people to follow them, but who are you? Who am I? The one Follow who, Jesus. Exactly. The one who sows the word is nothing. It's God who gives the increase. And you wouldn't be able to sow the word if God had not first given it or given you the opportunity to do so. Which, which right? is himself. Amen to that. He is Amen the living word. Amen to that. So just keeping that in mind as, as we look at this and understand what's actually being said, what is actually being said and what the desire of the Holy Spirit speaking through Paul is so we don't become ones who um, idolize people who are not God. And we love, we love Paul. We appreciate the work that he did because we're enjoying the fruit of his labor. Amen. We're his labor before the Lord. We're enjoying that. We're benefiting from it and we're blessed by it. But he's not our hope. He's not our focus. No. Just like our hope isn't in Abraham or Moses or mm-hmm. Elijah mm-hmm. or Daniel mm-hmm. or any of the other prophets or Isaiah. None of them. Amen. They're, they are given a, a place of, I'll say, honor because of what they did before the Lord. But they did the same things that Paul did. They stuck with the Lord, as, or as you phrased it, honey, honey. They laid hold of his heels. They grabbed hold and did not let go. Not being dragged, but walking with the Lord. They stayed right on him. In the highs, in the lows, in the, the periods of victory, and in the periods of, I'll say, trials and challenges, even up to death. That's the, but that's the requirement of, and from all of us, is, is our faith, is our hope, is our trust in the Lord, do we love him that much that we would do those same things? Because mm-hmm. if you look and study this out, aside from maybe a few people, all those people that we just mentioned weren't really revered or honored except for maybe Abraham, right? Yes. During their time, they were hated by their own. And you can only assess that even more if they're going to war with other tribes and nations, they're they're probably not liking you very much either. Yes. But yet, then when we get to the New Testament, we read about all these people, and they're like, oh, man, they're so great, and... But that's not how they, what they experienced in their mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. They experienced hatred and, and anger towards them and literally their own people trying to kill them multiple times. And many of them. And ultimately succeeding. That's why, that's why Jesus says, your fathers murdered the prophets and you built their tombs. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden we get to a place where we're like, oh, these people need to be honored. We should revere them and what they did. Well, what did they do? They stuck on the Lord's heels with their entirety of their being. And the same is required of us. Yes. yes. Not as a substitute for the Lord. Not as a, I'll say, an example, because that's already set forth in Jesus. But they lay hold to him and would not let go for anything. 
It's also why Paul writes, there is nothing, not death, not angels, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Amen. Will we hang on or will we let go? Amen. And that was 1 Corinthians, um, Amen. where Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And yes. then again in Ephesians, he says, imitate God as dear children. Um, mm-hmm. So just showing his his thoughts on it. Um, something I wanted to talk about. Oh, promise you had something you wanted to say. Go ahead, yes, darling. Mommy. I'm sorry. And as Layla had talked about earlier, um, talking about how Paul wanted everybody else to convert, the Lord also reminded me, if you look back in the previous sections, it talks about how that it was all the prominent men of the city and as well as the governors and people like that. And it was a good deal of people and how it wasn't just, you can also see this earlier, that Paul said it wasn't just done inside of a corner and mm-hmm. that it was done inside the open, that all the important people were seeing it mm-hmm. and how it's not for us as Christians just to think that if we think something's weird to do inside of a corner, but to also do with whatever and how the Lord wants us to do it and how there's Amen. a fine line between us trying to exalt ourselves or trying to just hide things. We have to do exactly what the Lord tells us to do because we know that will be right. Amen. The Lord knows our hearts. And, you know, there are times the Lord says things that are strange. He doesn't mind us talking to him about it. Right. When he told Jeremiah to do certain or was it Ezekiel? He said, cook it with cook it with dung. That's Ezekiel. 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 And he was like, oh, Lord, please. You know, that, that's harsh for me. I've never done such a thing. And then he said, fine, you know, you can you can change it to something else. God doesn't mind us conversing with him and letting him know how how, you know, how we feel about it or what's on our heart. But at the end of the day, Ezekiel, whatever God said, he was submitted to the will of the Amen. Lord. And if God said, no, I said what I said, then he would have been like, okay. But God is not a tyrant. He's not a dictator. But what he does want is our allegiance to him, our, our loyalty and our love for him more so that produces those things that if we love him, right, because we can only serve one master. If we love him, we'll keep his commandments and we'll do those things that are pleasing to him. But he is also our father and will communicate with us and love us as we walk into what he's saying and help us in the places that we struggle. Just like he came and told Paul, like, don't worry, I have people in this town. Nobody's going to hurt you. I know you're tired of getting beat up. I know that hurts when they throw rocks at you and they whip you and all those kind of things. I understand. And I love you. Let's walk through this together because it's needed that you complete this race. For your sake, it's needed that you complete this race. So, you know, God is not afraid of that. And we shouldn't be ashamed to go to our Lord and say that. And neither should we be ashamed of what he calls us to do before other people. Okay. Oh, well, I just wanted to talk about just briefly, um, staying the course, staying in God's plan and not deviating. And as Paul was, you know, talking here, there's no doubt that the Lord shared some things with him, but some things he got to, as he walked in it, he realized, oh, I see what you're doing, Lord. Now I get it while you, why you said go this way. Now I can see not that he no longer needed to hear from God, his, um, his plan and concern, not that he had figured it all out, but I could see that he's, his eyes are being opened and his understanding is being enlightened even more so. And Whatever Agrippa chose and whatever Bernice chose 
and went off and did that's between them and the Lord. But Paul, as he's walking with the Lord going, I see why you said, come this way, Lord. So staying the course that, and staying right in the middle of the plan of God, not weaving in and out of it will yield to, will lead to God's results being made manifest. And after all, that's why we're here is to make our choice for Christ. Absolutely. But also to glorify him and honor him once we make that choice. So just, just watching God work this plan. And from that understanding, it, it makes the scriptures come alive and brings a whole new light to the word of God here. Amen to that. Let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today, for being our God, Lord, and just showing us things to come, Lord, and so I'm prepared for everything that's going to come, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for giving us our provisions, Lord, so that whenever you tell us to do something, that you give us everything that we ha- need, Lord, so that I can fully fulfill what you have for us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org, click on Connect in the menu bar, and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.